Welcome to the Maple Grove Scripture Reading Podcast, Episode 21, Job 1 through 28. Hey everybody and welcome back to the Scripture Reading Podcast. I'm your host Nick Spencer. This week we began reading the book of Job and we got through the first 28 chapters. Now Job is something completely different than what we've read so far this year. Instead of focusing on the nation of Israel and its people, instead Job focuses on one man and his unbelievable hardships that he went through. So let's start by taking a look at this man. Chapter 1 gives us a picture of Job, one who, according to verse 1, is blameless and upright. He feared God and shunned evil. I mean, he was so righteous that he would even offer sacrifices on behalf of his children just in case they had sinned. In verse 5, it says this, when a period of feasting had run its course, Job would send and have them, his, his children, purified. Early in the morning, he would sacrifice a burnt offering for each of them thinking perhaps my children have sinned and cursed God in their hearts and this was Job's regular custom from here we are taken to a scene in verse 6 where the angels are presenting themselves to God and a conversation happens between Satan and the Lord about Job verses 8 through 12 Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? There is no one on earth like him. He is blameless and upright, a man who fears God and shuns evil. Does Job fear God for nothing? Satan replied. Have you not put a hedge around him and his household and everything he has? You have blessed the work of his hands so that his flocks and herds are spread throughout the land. But stretch out your hand and strike everything he has, and he will surely curse you to his face. The Lord said to Satan, Very well, then, everything he has is in your hands, but on the man himself do not lay a finger. Satan is basically saying, You have given Job everything, and so because of that, that is why he is blessing you. That is why he is not cursing you. And so the Lord tells him, Okay, everything that he has is in your hands, but you can't harm him. And this starts what would I'm pretty sure be the absolute worst day for anyone. I can't even imagine the pain he experienced. And yet, in verse 20, we get to see how Job responds. At this, Job got up and tore his robes and shaved his head. Then he fell to the ground in worship and said, Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked I will depart. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. May the name of the Lord be praised. In all this, Job did not sin by charging God with wrongdoing. Now, I've got to be honest. I'm not sure that I would be able to say this. I mean, I hope I would respond in this way. But at some point, questions, I'm going to have questions. And and I'm going to probably throw around some blame. And I'm pretty sure that God is going to bear the brunt of that from me. Now, after all of this, the Lord gave Satan the ability to harm Job, and Job is then afflicted with painful boils. And after this, even his wife wanted him to speak against God, and yet he still wouldn't. 
verses 9 and 10 of chapter 2, his wife said to him, Are you still holding on to your integrity? Curse God and die. He replied, You are talking like a foolish woman. Shall we accept good from God and not trouble? In all this, Job did not sin in what he said. Now, he did curse the day that he was born in chapter 3. But Job never did really speak against the Lord. At the end of chapter 2, we see three of Job's friends arrive to be with him and to comfort him. Chapter 2, verses 12 through 13 say this, When they saw him from a distance, they could hardly recognize him. They began to weep aloud, and they tore their robes and sprinkled dust on their heads. Then they sat on the ground with him for seven days and seven nights. No one said a word to him because they saw how great his suffering was. I loved reading this. You know, sometimes when someone we love is suffering, when they're going through major difficulty in their lives, it's it's sometimes best to not come in trying to fix everything. Sometimes it's best to not to have try to have all the answers. Sometimes what is best is simply your presence. It's simply to be there as they're going through their difficulties. Sometimes it's just good to be a shoulder to cry on or a shoulder to lean on. Now, unfortunately, this is the only time that we see this from Job's three friends. Because they begin to debate with Job for the next 24 chapters on the sins he must have committed to receive this kind of punishment. Man, what a way to try and comfort a man who has lost everything. If only they had left it at this. If only they had left it at just being there and maybe helping him to recover and rebuild. But instead, they decided they wanted to argue and try and explain things away. I think if we can focus on the first part in our lives, to where we are not trying to fix things, or we are not trying to argue with someone who is going through something, then I think that we are going to model our faith, model our love even more. And we're going to be the hands and feet, like we are called to be, of Jesus. Next week, we're going to continue with a discussion on the second part of Job, and that is where we get to see God speak. Now, if you'd like to continue the conversation, check out the episode 21 page at our website, maplegrove.church slash readscripture. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. We'll see you again next week. Thanks for listening to the Maple Grove Christian Church Scripture Reading Podcast. You can find out more information about our church at our website at www.maplegrove.church. You can also follow us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MGCCBtown. If you like the podcast, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts or the Google Play Music Store. Thanks again for listening.